Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 138. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. You know that guy. It's Jeff the Funeral Commander Harbison. And we are on episode dose of 2019. And now let's start out with a bang over here at uh, our offices at the Foresight Companies. How about a disrupt? Booming. Busy as always. You know, it's like you come back off of our recharge week and ready to roll and it just, you know, nothing nothing slowed down, which is great. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I uh, started out the year drinking water from a fire hose. So there it's, you go. Uh, Fun. You can tell my hair is wet back a little bit. It is. Like crazy. Hey, before we get going, uh, let's uh, give a little homage to uh, Jamie and the C&J folks because uh, I say this every show, but every week I talk to a client or potential client with the Foresight Companies about their cash flow and their receivables. And there's no reason, no reason you should have over 30 days of receivables in this business. C&J, tell them what it's all about. What payment method do you prefer families use for your goods and services? Most funeral homes and cemeteries prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance as the preferred method of payment. However, families who use life insurance are able to purchase the funeral service of their choice and spend 31% more on your goods and services. By encouraging more families to pay with insurance, you can create a better experience for the family and become more profitable without increasing your call volume. The reason most firms prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance is that insurance companies are a hassle to deal with and payment can often take weeks or months to receive. With C&J Financial, you can receive funding within 24 hours of verification of benefit, thereby eliminating the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims. Let us show you why hundreds of funeral homes all across America choose C&J for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend C&J to their clients and members. So Ryan, uh, you posted something I think is really cool. We croak. That's right. In case you didn't know, we will all croak and die. It's amazing. This app is something really cool. I mean, I, I kind of like it. So yeah, we, we found this app. Uh, it's called We Croak, where you sign up for it, and every day it'll send you some happy, lovey-dovey feeling things that remind you you're going to die and you should be living your best life right now. So it's, uh, I guess, inspirational, but yet practical and reminding you that you are not immortal. I just saw one of them. It says, we die once and for such a long time. <laughs> it's true. That, that's kind of cool. The idea behind it is apparently whatever this, this belief is that if we think about death, it'll make us happier because we want to live better today. That's right. There's a little to, the, to that. You I know, mean, it makes sense. It's, it's the modern bucket list driver, I suppose, like. You're not putting your bucket list in, but it's reminding you that you got to just get out and see the world and do things. Yeah, funny. Uh, the other day I was having conversation with a funeral home owner about secession plans, and he, you know, he's saying, "Well, you know, I'll get to it, and you know, I, I need to get that done, but it's just been on the back burner." I said, "Well, can I ask you a series of questions?" And I did. I went through some financial stuff. I said, "Oh yes, can you tell me your date of death, please?" He said, "Excuse me." I said, your date of death. I need to know that so we can take that and plan backwards. Yeah. 
about like, that? That's I said that's reality. So anyway, I think this is a great app and maybe something to look at to uh, be reminded that yeah, we're going to die. Hey, if, no, if nothing else, it'll be entertaining. Yes, exactly right. Well, Ryan, uh, we're going to have a guest on in a minute. Before we get going, though, we need to talk about Kraken. I talked to those guys yesterday. Um, they are wide open, coming up with some great new things. But the bottom line is they have a whiteboard that doesn't have to be erased. It's digital. Who would have known? Who would have thought it? Funeral directors carry a burden that is often quite heavy. Much of that burden is made up of routine tasks. But that routine work, for example, duplicate data entry, doesn't need to weigh you down. Kraken's efficiency tools can lighten your load, make you more productive, and save you time and effort. Kraken gives you the power to define a task, assign it to someone, notify them, communicate with them about it, set a deadline, and track progress. You can do this anywhere, anytime, on any device. It doesn't matter if you're at work, at home, or at play, Kraken will help you delegate and manage tasks. Thanks to features like the digital whiteboard, Kraken can carry the burden of the routine tasks, so you can focus on the big and important tasks that shouldn't be delegated or automated. Then you can spend your time where you want to spend your time. Good tools should make your work easier, not harder. What tools are you using? Tips like these can free up your time so you can spend more time with your families. Learn more about Kraken's productivity and efficiency tools at kraken.net. Let's get cracking. All right, Jeff, can you introduce our guest who you know well? Yeah, I'm excited to introduce uh, my protege and partner here at work, Stephanie Ramsey, who is a human resources expert. She speaks all over the country, and uh, she's well known through publications as the preeminent expert in the funeral profession for human resources. Let's roll her interview. Hey everybody, we're excited to have Stephanie Ramsey from the Foresight Companies back with us today to talk about human resources. Stephanie, uh, you mind taking a few moments to reintroduce yourself and what you do and your passion for human resources in the funeral profession? Absolutely, Jeff. Thank you. Well, my name, as you know, is Stephanie Ramsey. I have been working in human resources for oh, more than 20 years, actually. I've had the opportunity to manage more than 200 individuals with 25 direct reports, both in the funeral industry and outside of the funeral industry. So I have a very broad perspective on HR issues from small business owners to large corporations. So it is something that I'm very passionate about. And I feel in the funeral industry that there's a very large need for somebody to help educate funeral owners and managers about HR issues. Correct. And uh, that's why we wanted to have you here because this is uh, 2019. This is our second show of the year. <clears throat> there have been some changes uh, on state regulations, for instance, minimum wage. We're not going to go through all those, but can you provide us maybe an overview highlight of some things that funeral home owners and funeral professionals should be aware of? That's a really great question, Jeff. Yes, there have been a lot of states who have made some changes to minimum wage, some of them pretty substantial. In fact, 19 states have made changes to their minimum wage laws. Interestingly, it's something that individual funeral home managers and owners should actually research because in some states, it's not just a flat minimum wage change statewide. It could actually be a minimum wage state 
minimum wage change based upon how many employees they have in their business. So you can't make a general assumption. You need to do a little bit of research to understand, am I someone that has to follow this particular level of minimum wage change, or do I have to follow this other minimum wage change? And some of those states are California, New York, and Minnesota. So please educate yourself on what your requirement is in your state, because you don't want to run afoul of minimum wage uh, problems, because that is a huge fine if you are not paying your hourly employees properly based upon minimum wage. The yeah. federal minimum wage level is $7.25. But when you start looking at these states individually, it goes as high as perhaps $15 an hour. Wow. wow. Hey, you know, so, Steph, I saw something, too, when you and I are talking about this. Isn't there uh, a new regulation, one of the first past actual sexual harassment regulation that just recently came out, too? Interestingly, California passed some legislation with regard to how companies, both private and public, can do settlements with regards to sexual harassment cases, specifically how they can keep them private. So they're not the only state that is pursuing legislation such as this. It's very important for funeral employers to understand the various legislation that is taking place within their state, especially with movements such as Time's Up and Me Too, because you don't know the impact that it might have if you as a business have a situation that occurs and you perhaps, rather than going through an entire court process, elect to settle. And then after the fact, discover that you are prohibited from having any kind of confidentiality or non-disclosure agreement in place with the individual that you settled with. So this does become important for you to be educated on. Interesting. You know, there's uh, also, I have to throw this out to you, there's probably with you and I at the Foresight Companies, we talk about this one subject more than anything with human resources is overtime and who's exempt and not. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and there is, uh, it's like trying to nail jello to the wall until you actually <laughs> do the whole process because different states right. have regulations. But can you address maybe just for a moment um, some of the things that funeral home owners should be aware of when making uh, assumptions that their employee is exempt and not what? going to pay them overtime? That's a really great question, Jeff, and it's one of the things that I think funeral home owners really struggle with. There, first of all, is an assumption that if someone is paid salary, that that makes them automatically exempt from overtime, and nothing could be further from the truth. Salaried and hourly is simply the way in which someone is paid when their paycheck comes out. It has nothing to do with whether or not they are qualified to receive overtime or not qualified to receive overtime. Exempt from overtime is a very clearly defined status within the federal government. And to be exempt from overtime, you either have to fall within a very specific definition as an executive, a professional, a computer expert, or an administrative professional in which you have to meet specific guidelines. There's these tests as the federal government or the Department of Labor outlines. 
or you have to meet these definitions, which you can find on the Department of Labor, the Federal Department of Labor website, of who qualifies. And there even is a definition for a funeral director. And that definition clearly states that a funeral director is someone that has to have four years of advanced education beyond high school. Well, in our industry, not every state requires funeral directors and embalmers to have four years of advanced education, even if the apprenticeship counts towards that advanced education requirement, which some different courts consider it does and others don't. So if you don't meet that federal definition, then you have to possibly meet these other exempt tests of executive professional administrative. And every funeral home manager or owner would have to go through that test to see if their employees qualify. It's very confusing. And I don't recommend that a funeral home owner or manager go through that by themselves. They need someone to walk them through the process. Yeah. Right. And well, specifically, that's uh, your area. Sorry, Ryan. I was, no, I, I was just going to say it sounds really cut and dry. Yeah, yeah. it does, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. You know, it's interesting, <laughs> Steph, when we were doing this uh, with a client, uh, one thing we noticed that a funeral director and nurses are somewhat in the same category, you know, as far as overtime is concerned. Uh, they aren't always exempt. But anyway, I'm going to move on to another subject here real quickly. Um, how important is it to update the employee handbook? And, and even more importantly, how important it is to have one? Well, it's absolutely critical that you have one. I can't even say it enough about how critical it is. But I will say this as perhaps a guideline to understand how critical it is. An employee handbook is one of the only documents an employer can provide in a court situation to defend themselves against a lawsuit brought by an employee to illustrate and defend themselves that they did in fact have policies and guidelines about how an employee should act and behave on their behalf. So that's how important it is as a document that a court accepts it as a line of defense. As far as updating an employee handbook, let me give five specific reasons why you would want to update an employee handbook. Sexual harassment laws change federally and in every state all the time. Many states have enacted new laws because of the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement about who can file what the procedure should be about the complaint processes employers should have in place. And so now states are setting these guidelines. And as an employer, I'd want to make sure that I'm following the state requirements so that if it occurs, I'm at least meeting the state requirements. Also, the Equal Employment Opportunity uh, Commission sets guidelines. You should be in compliance and you want your employee handbook to state, I'm in compliance. For example, you should have in your employee handbook that nobody would ever get retaliated against if they filed a complaint. There's very key statements that you should have in employee handbook. What about sick leave policies and family medical leave policies? You should have those things in an employee handbook. Vacation policies. There are some states that have specific guidelines that require employers to 
pay out employees unused accrued sick leave. They're not allowed to use that uh, use it or lose it policy. There's some states that prohibit it, but there's a lot of employers that use those type of vacation policies. There's also pregnancy accommodation laws in some states that you need to be complying with. So if you don't have an employee handbook, you could be in a lot of trouble. If you have an employee handbook, you better make sure they're in compliance. And those are just five key things that you'd want to make sure that you're in compliance with. You know, it's interesting you say that because we, we have all these seminars going on with uh, cremation to try to keep from getting sued, et cetera, et cetera. The likelihood of being sued because of an employee error is greater for a funeral home owner than it is over a cremation error. And also from the financial world, the number one expense on every funeral home owner's P&L are people. But we don't pay attention to that. So just let me let me phrase how much fun this could be if it happens. You can see the attorney for the employee saying, sir, may I see your uh, employee handbook most recent? Right. Right. And there's not one or it's not been updated. That's all you got. So anyway, 25 years old. Yeah, yeah, it goes back to when uh, you have to use a clutch when backing. Anyway, uh, well, Stephanie, thank you for coming on and updating us. Um, obviously, if somebody needs to reach out to you, they can get you at Stephanie at the foresightcompanies.com, correct? They can, absolutely. I'd be happy to help them. Well, thank you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you sometime really soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Thank you for having me again. It's great to be with you. Absolutely. It's like a public service announcement that needs to be heard. We need to have it a couple of times a year. I agree. All right. Thank well, you. Thank you both. Good stuff, Commander. All important nuggets. And, and you said it earlier. It's, it's not really exciting, but man, it's not going to be real exciting to be in a lawsuit either. Yeah. I mean, I, I just... I've, we've recently worked cases together where a funeral home didn't even have an employee handbook. They didn't have any of this stuff. Folks, come on now. If you think OSHA is difficult and problematic, go ahead and mess up with an employee. And I got news for you. Most of you are not doing it very well. So let's take a look at that. Anyway, speaking of doing it well, ring, ring. Ring, right? ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. I have to tell you, Welton Hong at... Uh, Ring Ring Marketing is just phenomenal. I uh, He's helped our company here at the Foresight Companies, helped us grow. And uh, if you're not using him, just like I talked about Kraken or C&J, you ain't doing it right. So let's talk about that a little bit on this promo. We're Ring Ring Marketing. We help funeral homes generate at least 10 more at-need calls per month. Our techniques help you dominate local search rankings and become the top choice for services in your area. We also proudly offer a 100% money-back guarantee for a free copy of our book, visit www.funeralhomeprofits.com. Well, good stuff, Commander. So uh, I guess that wraps up episode 138. More value-packed information. Uh, you know, I think the thing I, I love the most about what we're doing is we're making people think. Like, we just can't skate through anymore. we got to actually think about what we're doing and what's happening in our businesses. 
Right. At Funeral Nation, I mean, you get to see with, with, with expert guests that you'd have to pay for to go see or subscribe to a magazine. They're here. We give you access to them. And the problem needs, excuse me, not the problem. The issue is reach out to these folks. Yeah. Here it is. There you go. We're putting it up on a tee for you. If you don't have it right, reach out to Stephanie. Anyway. That's it. So, here we go this week, man. Uh, great. Another issue. And I look forward to being along with you next week. Absolutely. Okay. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.